Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock on this audio-only podcast. And Bo, recording this on a Tuesday, less than 24 hours away from Saints at Cardinals Thursday Night Football. And going to be a little bit of a different receiving core trotting out at State Farm Stadium led by one DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, the hop is back. We heard from Nuke, and he was—he's uh, excited. I mean, he's a guy that is—is uh, is calm, you know, is when he talks to the media, and he's somebody that doesn't get overhyped. But you can tell that this guy who had a love affair with this game of football—you know, his dad played, his, his uncles played—and he's—he's—he uh, he's, he loves to continue that on and, and play it at the highest level. He's excited to get back out there on the football field and show everybody that he's still elite as far as the NFL wide receivers go. But, yeah, the overhaul to the wide receiver room is a little impromptu, right? Last play from scrimmage for the Arizona Cardinals resulted in Hollywood Brown injuring his foot. They go out there and they get a guy like Robbie Anderson. We heard from Kyler Murray. We heard from DeAndre Hopkins kind of break down the scouting report on Robbie Anderson. Kyler said, you know, this guy can really go. You know, he's got that speed. And DeAndre's like, I'm not a 4-3 guy. It's a 4-3 guy. And he's got the size <laughs> It's, it kind of gets you a little excited, doesn't it, when you think about yeah. – I mean, they had A.J. Green, right? 33-year-old A.J. Green, 6'4", a shell of his playmaking self, went over 800 touchdowns, right? And then, you know, you had a couple guys here and there that they brought in off the streets, but nobody was like Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, who's played just a platter of ham sandwiches of quarterback his entire career, he's got elite speed. And he's got the size, something that we haven't seen for a long time. Does it get you excited to think about? It? I mean, I know the I know the the possibilities are big, right? But we've been just latching our wagons to you know potential and possibilities for far too long. You think Robbie Anderson's somebody that can actually contribute to this team? You've mentioned it, um, and I think it was probably before you joined our fine program here, PHNX Cardinals, back in March. This was a candidate I thought the Cardinals should have pursued in the offseason and free agency via trade, um, somebody that has you know uh, elite speed up the field, somebody who is produced with subpar quarterback playing. That's putting it mildly. Um, what he did with the Jets, every week you would watch Red Zone, and he would go for a deep touchdown. And then he signs this lucrative deal with the Carolina Panthers that will pay him through next year, by the way. I mean, unless something changes. I mean, Robbie should be around in 2023. This is a long-term kind of addition. And he has been hampered and neutered the last two years by Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. And to a lesser extent, his head coach, who has since been fired, his interim head coach, who will also be fired in Steve Wilkes. So Robbie got out of town, and he comes to Arizona, and I just – I am bullish on size at the receiver position. I I cannot stand this offense with a bunch of 5'10 guys and below. It's just not my cup of tea. I say that as a fully confident 5'6 Caucasian white man that, you know, cannot run. Um, I want to see my guys physical, 5'11", 6'6". It's funny, Bo. Like we're yearning sometimes for Christian Kirk because he's a little bit more physical. Like Christian Kirk's like five ten and a half, but in amongst mm-hmm. this receiving core, he's like a giant. He's like, oh, he's one of our bigger receivers. That's how small and petite it's gotten. Now Hollywood is, you know, a Mercedes in and of his own right. But like, I think you can only really have one of those guys in your receiving yeah. core. Everybody points to like Tyreek, but then you offset it with Travis Kelsey, who's a monster. Uh, so I just. <laughs> 
you can't build your offense like this. I think it's a, I think it's a philosophical problem, uh, a roster construction problem that you can definitely put on Kime and Cliff. But it's a, Cliff has a type, right? Before this, Andy Isabella, small, Rondell Moore, small, Hollywood Brown, small. You know, Greg Dortch, who's playing well, undersized, right? I, I just, f- f- for the life of me, I just, why doesn't this team? find big physical receivers. Now you're going to look at this team on Thursday night and it, yeah, Rondell is going to be in there and AJ Green's corpse is going to be walking around, but you're going to have a Deandre Hopkins who's over six, one who's underrated physical physicality yak it, off the charts, especially last year. And Robbie Anderson, who's six, three, I, I like something just tells me, Bo, it's like Kyler needs bigger receivers, big body targets. And I, I am bullish on this addition. It, it probably is not going to look perfect. In fact, it could look shitty at times on Thursday night because they play together, I don't know, never four, four games, four days to get ready. But I just think we're going to look back at the end of the season and be like, hey, I think there's something to be said that our 5-10 quarterback may need bigger receivers. Call me yeah. crazy. No, I, I think you're right. I, I think you're exactly right about Cliff and, and his type and, and it, Probably goes to the Instagram models too. They're probably not that tall either. Um, but I mean, you look across, look at look at the league leaders as far as receiving yards. Sure, you see Cheetah, you see uh, his his receiving mate in, in Miami and Jalen Waddle. But outside of that, I mean, it's like Stephon Diggs over six feet, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup right around six feet. AJ Brown's a big wide receiver. Jamar Chase is a little bit bigger. Uh, and then you got some tight ends in there, and then you got like Cortland Sutton. You got Michael Pittman, you got Devontae Adams, you got Mike Williams. I'm like, all those guys are big. Like, that's the stereotype, right? I mean, that's the that's the archetype. What you want from your wide receivers, and then there's the exceptions. Like, you got the burners, right? You can't have a bunch of burners. But when I think about I, I get borderline giddy thinking about getting, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins out there. And then the New Orleans Saints on defense really have to kind of pick – you know, where they're going to give safety help, where they're going to like, are you going to double DeAndre Hopkins or are you going to make sure that Robbie Anderson, you know, in the few packages that he sees on Thursday night, uh, are you going to make sure that he's not going to expose you deep? He's not going to take the top off the defense. You, you really have to pick your poison. And then with that, you know, the guys that you haven't heard as much as you want to in Rondell Moore and Zach Ertz, you know, can they, can they just get soft spots in this defense? It's just, it changes the game in, in you know, this isn't an indictment on Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown filled in admirably. No. It was great. And, and it was unfortunate that we were robbed of seeing this on Thursday, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. But I really think that DeAndre Hopkins just entering the lineup just is a game changer and can impact it in ways that he discussed today, you know, that people are knocking him for not having any 100-yard games before his injury and then his suspension. But he was as a decoy out there making noise and opening up routes for guys who are making big plays, Green, Kirk, uh, Rondell Moore, uh, that haven't been there for far too damn long. But I want to talk. I, I agree. Do well, I agree with that? And I, some, somebody pointed out to me recently, I wonder if AJ Green starts to produce a little bit better because he did a really nice job last year as a Christian Kirk when, when DeAndre Hopkins was in the mix. So I want to talk about DeAndre Hopkins expectations specifically for Thursday night. Because, Bo Brock, I'm dabbling on Underdog Fantasy, favorite new app. You can get in the app store, promo code PHNX. And I think I'm going to take the over, whatever his statistics are. I know you should, too. Because guess what? Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code PHNX. 
get in on the action today. Dabble with us for Thursday Night Football on Underdog Fantasy. And we've got some really cool events going on Four Peaks. Love our partnership with Four Peaks. We love, of course, their beer, their great food, Kilt Lifter, Pumpkin Porter for the next couple more weeks. Wow. Wheat, uh, you got that. Just fantastic beer. You got to stay tuned for more information on all the cool events going on at Four Peaks. I know there's a watch party going on. Coyote's home opener. More details coming your way. Got to be 21 years or older. Enjoy that responsibly. So, Bo, I, I've heard this on Twitter, and you're connected to the organization more than anybody. You're at the facility damn near every day, and you've had a chance to talk with Diop today. But I, I am not a fan of people who said, well, you have to ease Hopkins in, limited role, like bullshit. You got to try to win this game and he needs to play 70 plus percent of the snaps. It's not like he's coming off major injury from like May. He's been healed from that injury that he suffered last December for like six months. He destroyed Cardinal training camp. He was the best offensive player. I think I can say that for the Cardinals during training camp. When I saw him, when you saw him and yeah, he's been gone from the facility for six weeks, but he knows the playbook. He's been working out like I get it. Like there's there's a difference between staying in shape and then game shape and getting back in the rhythm. And I get that. But like he's over thirty. He's been in the NFL for ten years. I don't like I don't want to see DeAndre Hopkins on a pitch count against a I don't know vulnerable Saints team where you desperately need to secure a win to, to try to stay around five hundred, keep your season alive. Like because if he's not playing, Bo, we know that they're going to take it slow with training wheels with Robbie Anderson because he is brand spanking new. So yeah. like those single wide receiver sets, I don't want to see AJ Green out there by himself. You're not going to. I mean, and and Cliff joked about it, but he was serious too at the same time when they said, is 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 DeAndre Hopkins going to be on a pitch count? And he said, Nuke isn't going to let us put him on a pitch count. He's full go. And, you know, that My was God. that was a question that was asked to DeAndre earlier on Tuesday. And he's like, No, I I feel like I'm in a, in a position to play four or five quarters. You know, he's including overtime there. And he understands that it's going to take him finding his sea legs out there. It's going to be, I mean, everybody experiences that. You can't uh, replicate playing in a football game. You just can't. You can do all you want. You can work out at Exos as much as you want, like he did, to stay in shape. But, you know, there's going to be, he'll be sore the next day, but he's going to have 10 days to get ready for the next game. So that's also an advantage that they have here with him making his debut on Thursday at football. But, He's ready to go. I mean, just check out his Instagram. He's going to be fine, and he's going to be playing. I, w- I would, I would be shocked if he's not playing uh, more than or less than like 90 percent of the snaps. Because I mean, out of necessity, and you know, obviously, you're going to. I mean, remember, like D Hop doesn't come out for injuries. He, he, they could barely get him off the field when he had the hamstring. Uh, I mean, it's just he's he's not going to take himself. Didn't he put himself back in the game against Green Bay when he wasn't supposed to? Or he yeah. got injured in the game yeah. last year? I mean, it's just like, okay, try taking him off the field. Like, he knows how important this is to the Arizona Cardinals. And, uh, I mean, this time it would be glaring if he if number 10 is not out there. It's like, I just, I can't buy that for people who are like, we well, have to ease him back in. Like, the, se- the season started, guys. It, it was a suspension. It wasn't an injury. They're paying him a premium. Like DeAndre Hopkins' salary next year is like $32 million. They need him to save this passing game. They might, they might save the offense. And Kyler made a comment today, Bo, at the presser. Like, it's not just going to be perfect suddenly. Yeah. But like, I, the, the, slow playing DeAndre Hopkins, guess what? Is probably not your best strategy. Have you seen your <laughs> offense before D Hop's come back? Like, I, I'm excited about, you know, having him and, and Robbie, Mo- Robbie Anderson 
in 10 days from now, you know, kicking ass and taking names against who they play Minnesota, like a, a bunch of practices under their belt. But I, you got to figure it out for Thursday. And I, what do you think we're going to see from this offense? We're going to talk about the offensive line here in a little bit, but like, what are, what are realistic expectations? Because you've got moving parts. Mm-hmm. You've got a center who is a little bit of a vegetable right now. You've lost Justin Pugh. Your running back is day-to-day. He was not practicing. Like, how are they going to score points on Thursday? What yeah. what What is an ideal situation look like? I mean, it, it's going to have to look a lot, I think, like the season opener, the the COVID season against San Francisco 49ers. When, when you think about DeAndre Hopkins and his limited ability in training camp, lack yeah. of experience with his his quarterback and Kyler Murray, who's entering his second season. But what did we see there? We saw a career high in targets still from for DeAndre Hopkins. What was it, 14 targets in that game, or was it 14 catches in that game? It was, but it was a career high as far as targets went. It was 14 catches. Yeah. So I don't don't say like, oh, they're just going to ease him back. I mean, when you get the and, and Kyler said like he he makes his presence known out there. Like you can tell, you can't ignore DeAndre Hopkins out there. Uh, just the route running ability, the playmaking ability. He's gonna he's gonna make his presence known and. You know, if he goes out there and he's running routes and he's commanding coverage and he and Kyler Murray is able to find Rondell Moore in the slot a couple of times, then great. If he's able to find A.J. Green, I know that that's a four letter word these days, but yeah, he, then find A.J. Green. But DeAndre Hopkins is going to make an impact Thursday, no doubt about it. And I, I don't think that because or I do believe that because of the circumstances at two and four, this is a must win game for the Cardinals and offensively. They have to throw the kitchen sink at, at this thing. Um, real quick, before we move on, I saw something. You saw it, too. I mean, I want to throw up. Uh, Bleacher Report Gridiron put out wide receivers creating the most separation in 2022. Cardinals surprisingly had two uh, receivers on this list. I guess who is number one in limited playing time? Old Greg Dorch, who we haven't seen in three weeks, 4.4. Um, and to anybody who watched Greg uh, perform, when Rondell Moore was out, that's no surprise. Now, Rondell's on this list as well, Bo, at 3.9. But uh, frustrating for a passing game that looks broken right now. If you've got a guy, number 83, who was producing and producing well for you and helping you secure first downs, Cardinals were um, allergic to first downs against Seattle. So is there any chance we see Greg Dorch on Thursday? I, I wish. I think that the organization has just completely fumbled this thing completely they said that with Rondell returning that they weren't going to change Greg Dorch's role that he had carved out for himself and you know with the stellar OTAs and mini camps and training camp and preseason and open to the season where he continues to be what is it it's Hollywood it's uh it's it's Zach Ertz and then I think it's Greg Dorch as far as receiving yards and then in those next yeah. next level analytics where he's get the, the best separation in the NFL at 4.4 yards that's insane that this guy, I said, I joke, like Cliff shouldn't be fired or anything. He just needs to be arrested for that. That's just an injustice. To, <laughs> go to, to prison, Cliff. Right. Go to prison. Do not collect $200. You are, this is just absolutely just painful. And yeah, poor Greg Dorch's mom, actually, I think I saw was posting those numbers too. Saying, I'm just going to leave it right here. I believe was the quote tweet by, by Greg Dorch's mom and good for her. Stick up. Yeah. Like, when people, when you, when you're asked to do something and you do it fully to your capability and you exceed expectations, like you should be rewarded for it, regardless of what your draft status was a couple seasons ago. And and a guy like Rondell Moore should have been had to have carved his role out 
after the injury, after he proved that he was who we thought he was an injury risk coming out of Purdue. And, you know, it's, it, it really was crazy, especially with all the struggles that they've had. Greg Dortch, I, I don't see it happening, especially with the addition of, 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 of Robbie Anderson. We've seen Greg Dortch play, I think in like four and two snaps in the last couple of games. It's just pathetic offensively. It is pathetic. It's terrible. Um, but hopefully maybe if you buy tickets on the game time app, you could see Greg Dortch in person, at least returning kicks and punts. So game time is our favorite new ticketing app. And it's the one we choose to partner with here at PHNX Cardinals. And it's going to help you save 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. Uh, my father who's coming to the game on Thursday, his buddies, they used game time app and saved a plethora of funds, both on the tickets themselves all those bullshit service fees that you have to pay. Well, not on game time app. It's a streamlined of a process. You get it digitally on your phone, ready to rock and roll. Check out tickets. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, Thursday morning, we don't want to see Saints fans filling up State Farm Stadium. So go grab your tickets. Use game time. Be happy that you did. Take the family, take the wife, take the kids out, and uh, hopefully save some coin. And the best way you can support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the show description, Bo. I lose sleep over Greg Dortch in his lack of offensive snap, <laughs> Johnny. And the only thing helping me out with that is OG's brands. They're doing something completely different. They're changing the game with their brand new sleep edition gummy. You don't want to sleep on these. Yeah, you heard us right. OG's is now flavoring dreams with two to one THC CBN ratio gummy. The CBN, that compound that helps specifically with falling and staying asleep. The Sleep Edition Gummy is the new Aquaberry flavor. Highly recommend you check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com. And on Instagram at OG's Brands to find their products, your local dispensary. Got to be 21 years or older to purchase. So, Bo, the two players we thought were going to retire in the offseason are, I think, closer and closer to retirement uh, six weeks into the season. That being Justin Pugh and Rodney Hudson. Now, you know, unfortunately for Pugh, his body is breaking down to the point where uh, he tore his Achilles over the weekend, or tore, uh, tore his ACL, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely feels like he's played his last ball for the Cardinals, but I think I think it's safe to say he's made good money in his career. Uh, former first round pick, I think, out of Syracuse, uh, has had a really nice career and was a good free agent signing for the Cardinals. But he's gone now; he's not coming back. And then you've got this situation with Rodney Hudson, who the coaching staff was pissy about. He blew off offseason workouts. He finally showed up. He was in and out of shape. He just has not been worth the two third-round picks the Cardinals traded to acquire him. And mm-hmm. then you talk about the extension. I mean, he's making $10 million this year. I mean, I I don't know if there's a, a good chance he plays Thursday night. Sean Harlow probably is going to make his, what, second, third consecutive start. Mm-hmm. I mean, where do you see the interior of this offensive line going as we reach the midpoint of the season into the second half? Because somebody's got to play left guard. Ideally, yeah. it's it's somebody like Cody Ford, but he doesn't look like he's ready, even though he's coming off of IR. He probably needs a couple weeks of practice time. People are freaking out, and rightfully so, that this interior that once was one of the strengths of the team is looking like a weakness real quick. Yeah, it's tough on a, on a week like this, short week, where it's like glorified walkthroughs for the entire yeah. week of practice, and guys are out there, the whole team's out there, and then you see the, the injury report, and guys like Cody Ford, who was just activated, you know, designated to return, from IR and is free to practice was out there in, in his Jersey, but it, there's nobody's wearing any pads or anything and they don't have to put them on the practice report, injury report or anything like that. So we don't really know 
how close he is. Cliff said he was hopeful, but he's such a big guy, just just yeah. a mammoth of a man. And once he gets in there, it's really going to be interesting to see if he can protect. He looked good, right, in the sample size we saw to yeah. you know preseason, but you know that only goes so far. So did Sean Harlow, and he's one of the worst graded offensive linemen. <laughs> Cardinals so you know take it with a grain of salt but you know they they need they need some depth they do and I think they're gonna have to go outside the organization because what are you gonna Max Garcia is already fighting injuries it's just a battered group it's especially the interior of it and they don't feel comfortable looking to Josh Jones anymore to play in inside he's mm-hmm. he's strictly outside so uh I, I think that they're gonna have to really before November 1st the NFL tread deadline look to add at least another guy and there are going to be teams that are going to fall further and further out of it you can find a utility or just an in, interior guy that can match at least you know and I know that doesn't give anybody any comfort but you just see guys that can play and, and can get in there and you know play just starter level guard for this Arizona Cardinals team if, if Harlow's going to be stuck in at the center position much longer but you know you like Will Hernandez but you know that that left guard position has already been in flux the entire season. Uh, if they can get Ford back, we'll see what he provides. Also, Cardinals signed uh, kicker to their practice squad today. Rodrigo uh, Blankenship, just uh, the Lego King, is has joined the Cardinals, and um, we'll see if if that's just a you know oh shit fallback thing if if Prater can't go Thursday night, but it. it I guess it's anybody but Matt Amendola for this fan base going forward. So that's that's the kind of the latest on some key injuries for this Arizona Cardinals team before Thursday night football and before a live show here on PHNX Cardinals on Wednesday afternoon. Rodrigo, like uh, he has a very punchable face, but then you saw what happened with Amendola, and I just want to give him a big smooch on the cheek and say, "Welcome, friend," because this team has been lost without you, uh, and they have essentially punted. Uh, no pun intended, on the last two weeks at, at the kicker position. So, Rodrigo, you have the entire fan base of Arizona behind you. And as far as the, you know, the interior offensive line goes, I mean, it's, it's either going to be Sean Harlow, Billy Price, or Rodney Hudson, for better or worse, the rest of the year. Um, and for everybody out there who feels like this team should not be trading late-round picks for veterans, like, have you seen this team try to, try to draft players in the sixth and seventh round? Have you seen the hit rate on those picks? Like, I... I can't, I, I love Cardinal fans. I can't get on board with people criticizing the compensation given for somebody like Robbie Anderson. Like, you know, this this team's trying to win games for better or worse. They lose Hollywood Brown for six weeks. Here's a ham sandwich in two years. Let's bring in a proven veteran player that's that scored touchdowns and had 100-yard games in this league. Like, uh, that that or, organizations that are trying to win for their fan base do that. Bad organizations punt on the season in mid-October when they shouldn't have to. So, um, I'm with you. I'm hoping the Cardinals continue to add. As long as you're not touching premium day one and day two picks, I don't care because I want this organization to win to win games. I'm tired of watching bad football, bow on Sundays. I know you are too. But thankfully, we don't have to watch football on Sunday, at least with the Arizona Cardinals this week, because they play on Thursday. We are back on Wednesday, myself and Bo Brock, with your definitive Arizona Cardinal hosting the New Orleans Saints preview. We're going to have our breakout players, offensive, defensive, unsung hero, as well as our official score predictions. And I want to remind everybody that you can dabble on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, not only with the NFL, but the NBA is right around the corner as well. So you've got on tap tomorrow. Watch our show. 
four o'clock, right? PHNX Cardinals. Then dabble over to DraftKings and bet on the Phoenix Suns. And right now, new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 back if your team wins. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% on that same game parlay. Come Thursday, it's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details before we get out of here. Bo Brock, how do you feel about Thursday? I feel a little optimistic. I mean, it's you're getting a, here. Like, am I going to say that this team's going to finally click at the beginning of the game and, and they're going to put up 30 plus points? No. I mean, those days I, I'm not going to get burned again. Um, but I think that this offense can play better football. They were playing a little bit better in the first half of the debacle in Seattle if they can kind of get that going, get that energy going, and then couple that with the, the return of DeAndre Hopkins, they can start to make some progress. But until I see it, I'm not going to start to tell our poor listeners, hey, this is what you need to see. You're going to see 30 points. I mean, I, I, I feel like that's, that's just not fair to anybody. But we've got an incredible opportunity real quick before we get out of here. Uh, we're giving away two tickets to see DeAndre Hopkins for free. You can win your way to the game and look it's a good opportunity for you pair of tickets thursday night football from your friends here at phnx cardinals and phnx sports all you have to do it's simple three things you have to do find us on phnx underscore cardinals at johnny venerable at bob rack easiest way to find us find a tweet about this promotion retweet it subscribe to this podcast and then just reply to the tweet with just proof, any proof that you listen to this podcast, it can be a screen cap. It can be whatever you want of you subscribed, uh, listening to PHNX Cardinals and you are entered to win two tickets to see the game at state farm stadium Thursday night, as well as a free entry. As big as your party is to the tailgate, we'll escort you right in at the Lola. Come hang out with us, chug a beer, have some wings, walk on over, watch an ass kicking by the Cardinals. Hopefully please God at state farm stadium. For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you on Wednesday. Bye, everybody.